0: joining me now on the line to um, talk about this um, at a greater length. Uh, I'm joined by um, Mamukheti Molopiane, uh, who is a mining analyst. Uh, Mamukheti, good evening and welcome.
1: Hi, good evening.
0: Are you well? Long time. I haven't spoken to you in a long time.
1: I know. I'm very well. I'm, I'm living in the Northwest at home. Okay. I'm giving the... The, 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 all the
0: off-grid rural in and out of the city. Oh, but nice. I'm well, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in mining country, of course. <laughs> yes. Um yeah. But yeah, I mean, we we'll talked to you tonight about not uh, platinum uh, or any of the other ores that are mined in that part of the world. But uh, head out to the free state town of Yachasfontein, historically diamond mining country. Briefly, Mamukhiti, just give us some of the background uh, to Yachasfontein. As I said earlier t- on today, I've heard of this place for the first time. But it seems it certainly has been very much at uh, the center of the, you know, De Beers diamond nexus.
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. And I, I mean, it historically has, as you have said, been a village that has, in a way, uh, propped or enabled the growth and the flourishing. Theme. But behind that, uh, there has been a gradual slow violence that has displaced many communities, many poor people uh, that have not really benefited for, mm. from, from mining activity. Hence, many people, I'm not surprised they only heard about their husband only on Sunday uh, because it's a village that for for been extracted out of it or a town. It is really out of sight. and And so the public spectacle, it is what happened on Sunday, but the slow violence mm. and the erosion, um, that has been happening when you look at environment and natural resources and the mining industry. it really captures the essence of mm. what uh Rob Nixon talks about when he talks about slow violence that happens sure. gradually over time and is often forgotten, and that honestly affects people. Who are poor and, and and that is often overlooked and that only becomes a matter of attention if something spectacular and inside occurs, as mm. we
0: have seen. You make a very interesting point there, because often people we tend to think because of how big Johannesburg is, because of you know how ultimately Kimberley at some stage, you know was a very sort of big commercial epicenter that wherever mining goes, it leaves behind, you know deep urbanizations, clusters that end up becoming vibrant cities. Um, and yet many people in places like Valcom, Carltonville, Orkney, Yachesfontein and other places would say, well, this country is replete with examples where that has not happened.
1: Yes, it has not happened. What do we have seen... Um, is is quite the opposite. It's that in Africa, in South Africa in particular, but also in the continent and developing world, is that we have seen uh, mining activity bring about incredible changes Mm. for a limited period of time in that area, in the mine hosting village, in the mine hosting community. But then, when activity has ceased, it becomes something completely different. It becomes as what South Africa knows it's as ghost towns. So it's truly not surprising that we have many little dorpies as it were mm. and many little small towns um that are not paid attention to, but that have contributed significantly to output in terms of natural resources, but also contributed significantly to companies um profits productivity and the revenue that is generated but that does not materialize in the daily lived experience life of people in those villages and the local economy
0: mm, mm. And, and i guess this, this, this is the this is part of the challenge um that unfolds here because uh, and i want us to maybe just talk through exactly what happened um, paint a picture for us i mean you know i was trying i was uh, going to lens to try and explain what tailings are earlier on uh, and i must say i didn't do a very good job at it but um when we talk about tailings um why do they need as much water um, and more importantly i guess uh, this dam i saw an image from 2010 compared to an image from 2021 where the dam was significantly larger than what it might have been about a decade ago effectively what was happening here
1: well, uh, the tailing is um, a dam that is needed to um, that is needed to store water and waste that come as a byproduct or by uh, yeah, byproduct of the mining process, and it's it's it, it, it's essential for many of uh, the operations that we have in in South Africa. Uh, however, over time, what happens is that um, all those byproducts are toxic. They are often what we know in the Western and can become acid part of acid mine drainage. Mm. Um, they contribute to environmental disaster. They are often full of heavy metals and sulfides, And in other countries, they tend to be even be radioactive. So if that dam around it, if the dam is not properly maintained, well-built, regularly checked and, and serviced, an accident as such could happen. Uh, for example, a groundwater leakage can happen and toxic emissions begin to take place. And so it, it, it's really not surprising that we we have seen it fail. It's not unique, by the way, to South Africa. It's perhaps um, um, surprising that it has only happened for now. now. But in, in South American countries, we have seen, even in the rest of the continent, we have seen um, the after-effects of it and, and, and when that then has collapsed or has completely failed and and, and the spillage occurs. Mm. Um, and uh, simply, mine tailings are a waste product of mining. And think of it this way. Um, in, 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 I'm, I'm going to try simplifying simplify in an everyday language. We have drainage system in our cities, we have drainage system, um, in our areas, and if they do not work, if there's a dust pipe Mm. and all that, um, all that, um, uh, um, um, material spills over, bubbles over to the surface. You know the smell. You know what it is like. It's mm. unbelievable. You cannot walk. It's unhealthy. Um, it creates um, um, a breathing environment for all kinds of disease and sickness. And that probably, that is also, we must understand now, a um, tailings in mining is equally something of the same catastrophic yeah. effect. And hence, we are not surprised um, that I, immediately the company is responding, immediately the question goes to the DMR to say, but what have you been doing? Why have you not been monitoring and paying attention M- M- to this?
0: I want us to pause yeah? here for a second because the point you're raising around the dmr is something I want us to come back to. We're going to take a quick breather. When we come back, I want us to talk about, uh, you know, why that, I guess, in this case um, is so important. Um, the link between rehabilitation and tailings of this kind. And as you say, I mean, not the first time this is happening. Um, uh, one of the more recent ones, uh, January 2019, in a mining operation out in Brazil, uh, operated by Vale, um, the Corrego do Feijão uh, iron ore mine, nine kilometers east of Brumadinho, uh, in Minas garage uh, in Brazil. Uh, yeah, a tailings dam as well. Um, in an iron ore operation there, uh, effectively... Um, Left a considerable amount of disaster. 270 people died as a result of the collapse. Uh, 259 officially confirmed dead on the scene uh, and 11 others reported missing whose bodies were never found. Um, And this happened two months after, you know, well, three years and two months after a similar disaster uh, where a dam also collapsed and uh, destroyed the village of Bento Rodriguez, killing 19 people. So certainly something that... um, Uh, And we'll come back to that and to some of your voice notes and continue our discussion with Mamukheti after this. Everyone has a Checker's Extra Savings Card, right? Right. And everyone has the 6060 app, right? Well, right now, if you open the 6060 app and link your Extra Savings Card, you'll unlock never-to-be-repeated app-only deals for four days only. You can save up to 60% on brands like Coke, Pampers, Ariel, Finish and Lopak. And the deals are as good as Black Friday, except they're available right now. From Monday through to Thursday, only on the 6060 app. Don't miss out. Download the 6060 app and save up to 60%. Sure,
1: good
0: to the metro listeners, I don't know why the mining uh, industry of South Africa cannot take the responsibility and shift that to the Department of Labor it's it is not a good thing thank you it's unati in ivory park thanks unati and uh, of course joined by mamukheti molopiana mining and uh, labor analyst uh, to make sense of this and mamukheti interesting thing and i I think i also saw richard spur uh, who has a long history in some of these things uh, today early explaining that um, tailings um are distinct and i guess even the regulation of operations on tailings dams um aren't necessarily covered by the Mineral and Petroleum Resources Development Act. Maybe explain that. Um, they do say that National Environmental Management Act, NEMA, processes would still apply, uh, but uh, some of the other obligations that would be placed on an operation of this kind would not be the same as those who might get a prospecting or a mining right. Yes, we have
1: hide yes. Um, we have seen what what has happened over time is that we have seen the DMR being a, despite conducting various studies on mine water management, mm. including the, the you know a sustainable way of disposing mine residue, they have not really been very clear about what do they mean by um managing the trailing slurry disposal option. And even if you look at the, um, 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 at the, at the MPRDA, it, it does not clarify that. And one of the challenges comes from the fact that DMR simply has a checklist, um, and that checklist encompasses many things and has not been very thoroughly I mean specific when it comes to tailings. So there's a checklist that the DMR uses for licensing and monitoring um um um, um operation and so forth. And as far as in terms of tail dam operations, it's very limited. And that becomes, I think, um <clears throat> a challenge for government to implement something that it has not clearly defined what it means to do and what it means by it. By the way, uh, we would have hoped that uh, the research that, that came out of the Council of Geoscience mm. um, and a couple of years ago, even now, I think they still do, about um, related mine um, disposal facilities, or MRDFs, um Would help the DMR in 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 putting together a clear framework about about um targets, uh, 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 but that has not happened. And it's not just that we have seen it also. It highlights. What we often talk about, um, policy that is reactive uh, rather than anticipatory and forward-looking. Uh, it often is reactive in the sense that it will only respond later. We have seen, seen that with the Charter, we have seen that with many other government policies related to various things. And, and I'm sure as of today, um, um, and, and uh, Inspectorate and Health and Safety and Enforcement and on-site inspectors are going to be a big thing now for the next four months or for the next two months, and there are going to be discussions and debates about it, but also there are going to be meetings um, about it, and it's going to go as far as that. You may expect something to come out of DMR much later and government as a regulator, but it's going to, to simply vanish out of sight, simply because you recall the industry remains powerful in South Africa and often highlight to government that, what stoppages for safety cost the industry X amount of millions, X amount of billions, and the industry cannot therefore afford that?
0: Mamukhiti, are you still with us there? Ah, we seem to have lost Mamukhety there. Let's try and re-establish our connection with her on a better line. Yeah, we'll continue with our headline conversation, and uh, much of our focus tonight is out in Yachas Fontaine and uh, in discussion with Mamukheti, Mamukheti Molopiane, labor and mining analyst. Mamukheti, lost you there for a second. Please continue. Yes, so this whole
1: thing, wait, wait, uh, where did you leave
0: me? I lost you when you were, I guess, talking about uh, the role of the DMRE uh, or, I guess, uh, what they might have to do in so far as the legislative and regulatory treatment. Uh, yes. for tailings is concerned, yeah.
1: I, I do think also because South Africa has not had many incidents. I think the famous ones are in, in the Northwest, ironically, um in in Mine and Mary Spread, mm. um in in, 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 in between ninety four and ninety five. Um and, and, and there was quite a, a catastrophe. And from then on, we haven't had um, many incidents up until recently. And so uh, it is something that often occurs when the government um, simply say we will put this out of sight and not focus on it, and only come and respond to it much later. What we have seen, I think it's important, is that um, we, 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 there is a clear lack of 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 mechanisms that can be on the part of government to ensure that the companies or the industry um, ensures that and is able to um, sustainably manage. Uh, their mind residue disposal. Um, it's, I, I anticipate that after today, um, after Sunday, after the tragedy of Sunday, it's going to be something that is focused on. Unfortunately, those who carry the harshest consequence and the greatest weight are people in the community, are ordinary people who are truly. Um, um, their lives are completely changed by what has happened, and 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 often um, they are often talked about as, as as a collective, and often not as individuals. So even their struggles and collect and individual grief is often overshadowed by this spectacle of an event that becomes a slow violence that erases what has happened to pe- to, to, the pe- to the community and people, uh, because it is now going to be focused on what does government have to do, where is government's role, what is government's responsibility, and, and, and completely, in a way, erases the impact it has had on people socially, economically, and emotionally.
0: It's, it's so interesting the point you make there, and I, and I still want us maybe to draw out a bit more for many of our listeners who might not be familiar. My understanding is that if there is an ore deposit, and let's use this one as an example, diamond mining in the free state, there's an explicit expectation that at the end of the you know, life of the uh, ore bodies, uh, that um, resources will have been collected over time and then they'll be spent on rehabilitation, Um, Now, I'm not sure that those dumps, um, which are waste that can, I guess, have some ores in it, uh, would be subject to the same rehabilitation provisions, uh, because it's clear the NPRDA doesn't apply. But uh, we've spoken about the Department of Labor, we've spoken about, you know, uh, maybe the DMRE's role, Uh, Department of Environment, uh, because I guess they would be custodians of the National Environment Management Act, uh, which uh, would require some approvals for tailings dams irrespective of whether it's not mining or not um, should some of the scrutiny be leveled in their direction
1: oh absolutely though it should be especially in the sense that there needs to be um, a comprehensive and an intersectional approach to Decision support system that enforces regulations. By that, I mean, uh, enforcing regulations regarding, for example, the monitoring of mining activities, the life cycle of an operation, management and, um, decommissioning process of, of tailings facilities, as it were, and, 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 and addressing, um, the gaps that are, are there in terms of, um, How do we manage, um, um, for example, um, how do we manage um, active dams and where is it that a disaster can occur? And this is a a role that cannot be simply put in one department, or whether it's energy or whether it's EMR. But it's, it's, it's an activity that has to continuously intersect between the two departments. Intersects, by the way, also with... Um, department, for example, of human settlement because the after-effects um, um, of, of failure, of a catastrophic failures, as we have seen, uh, have an impact on people's um, 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 uh, housing and, and, and living areas. And so this is quite... Uh, one would anticipate that government would be able to respond um, and not just someone, or for example, if it's in the president, not just someone, the DMR, but other departments as well, but we have seen evidence where different departments are supposed to work together and come up with a solution. Mm -hmm. We have seen how that can be slow, how that can be an area of contested uh, uh, ideology in terms of how do we solve this problem, but also how also plays, is impacted by the politics of which minister is there and, and under which faction of government of ANC, they follow and how that plays out. And unfortunately, um, the, the, the unintended consequences is that where a task team of different departments is supposed to work. There is often continuous stoppages or not even progress made. Hence, often the focus will be on one particular department or the responsibilities often shouldered or being brought to the door of a particular department. But, yes, overall, to answer your question, it should be. Um, a couple of government departments department of energy particular, not just mineral reserves involved in that even now in responding to the disaster, the human settlement department has to to be involved the water um, uh, um department has to be involved um, and we know that um it, it, because the the effects have ripple um, uh, um, the, the, the failure has a ripple effects on many other aspects of community that is affected and um, and, and many other yeah. aspects of land as itself is affected. Mm. So it's important for Yeah. That.
0: Yeah, we're going to have to leave it here for tonight. Always a pleasure catching up with you and uh, yeah, thank you very much for taking time out uh, to speak to us this evening uh, on uh, this very very I guess uh, unsettling matter.